This is Give Me Some Truth, a podcast from Walkner Condon Financial Advisors in Madison, Wisconsin. Give Me Some Truth is dedicated to providing an accessible and authentic view into the financial services industry, as well as current events and investment concepts that you can apply in your day-to-day life. You gotta leave your money behind you. Welcome back to Give Me Some Truth. Today we have another special guest on the podcast here. And it's me, Mitch DeWitt, with Krista Wetzel from Affordable Dental Care. So welcome, Krista, to the booth. I appreciate you coming in this morning. And we got, Krista, a nice little coffee from next door. Do you want to talk a little bit about the delicious beverage that you have? I always want to talk about coffee. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is amazing. The Madison Chocolate Company next door has the best vanilla bean lattes. (laughs) And, and we, for the clients that come into the office, you know that we have a, a nice little relationship with Madison Chocolate Company. They do fuel our day. They are the source of caffeine for Walkner Condon, and we definitely appreciate them very much. So, Krista, we, we brought you in today because, well, we've developed a relationship over the last couple of years, and, and we want to learn a little bit more about affordable dental care. But first, a little bit about how we connected. So, it more or less was kind of a cold reach out through... LinkedIn, so social media. Yep. But what Krista is, is really good at is inviting people into the organization. So after we had some initial pleasantries, I suppose you could say, via LinkedIn messaging, she invited me into the clinic. And there, speaking of coffee, it was it was a, an incredibly welcoming environment, for one. So she invited me in. That the purpose was to get to know each other, also a little bit about more of what we do in the organization. And, and speaking of coffee, Alan greeted me, very friendly face, offered a nice cup of coffee, and we just sat, had coffee, and really got to know each other. Now, throughout this podcast, you'll see that there's been some, some things along the last year or two that, that we've done as far as supporting their cause and, and fundraising and things like that. But I'll, I'll pause there. I want to hand it over to you a little bit, Krista, and just tell us a little bit about Affordable Dental Care, because I've mentioned the name a couple times now, but... What is it that, that you do specifically in your role? What is the, the mission of the organization? If you could just talk a little bit about those things. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, so Affordable Dental Care was founded about 10 years ago almost. Um, we opened a second clinic uh, just over a year ago now here in Madison. And uh, we have a mission to close the gap in the crisis of access to dental care through quality clinics that treat any individual who's put off their dental care due to cost. And um, of course, I know and you now know that that's essentially one in three people. Mm -hmm. So there is not anyone here in the studio in your business here or listening to this podcast that doesn't know someone who's in that gap. So we, when I say that we're here to serve the community, we really are. Um, we, the gap that we're serving is people who aren't qualifying for that state aid, and they're also not able to pay for traditional dental costs. So they kind of hover above that, that qualification for that state aid, or um, and they're not offered dental insurance through their employer. And that's, like and that. that's a unique your organization is serving that unique gap, right? I, I, to the best of my knowledge, there's not many, if any, other organizations that are really focused on that in this area and, and kind of greater Wisconsin. Very true. So some of our um, aid community aid clinics, they do have a sliding scale. 
Um, but there's just so many people who are in, living in poverty um, that those clinics get really filled up. And so Affordable Dental Care came in with a focus on that middle gap. That's who we're committed to. And, you know, I'm passionate about it. A lot of our supporters, our staff, they're pa we're passionate about it because it keeps people from sliding into poverty. There's so many Americans, and right here in Madison, in our surrounding communities, that are hovering on the edge of sliding into poverty. They, you know, I think um, the United Way national group termed it as one child's broken arm away from never getting out of poverty again. And those are the people who are not on state aid, but there's a big group of them. And so we're here to support them, um, to encourage them to continue to work and, and be contributors to our community as well. And you are a 501c3 nonprofit, correct? So, so yep. raising funds, and obviously this is an awareness piece too, but, but speaking of, of kind of raising funds, because that, that's something that's critical for affordable dental care to continue their operations, correct? Yeah, definitely. We, we fundraise. Our patients are our biggest supporters. They have a lot of skin in the game because our fees are around half or maybe a little under of traditional fees. And then we also have our agape grant program. You know about that. That's mm -hmm. to help people who are in a really critical situation. Um, last year, we had a couple families who were really affected from the flooding that was here in the area. Um, a couple whose apartment caught on fire. And I mean, there's just always things that come up. And we are just so grateful to be able to help them and allow them to continue their dental care. Um, so fundraising is definitely important for us. And, you know, I just personally thank you, Mitch, because through our meeting and just connecting, you kind of came on board and joined up on our fundraising team. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and there's been podcasts in the past that we've referenced the the Madison Marathon. And so Affordable Dental Care, I'll, I'll say ADC, just for, for ease of conversation here, but ADC had a team and Krista started the, it was the first annual. So it was the inaugural fundraising Madison marathon on November. Was it November 11 it of was. 2018? I guess I'm, I'm yep. it's already 2019. So November 11, 2018 was the inaugural, inaugural ADC fundraiser for the cause. Yep. And, and how many participants did we have? We had 18 runners on our team and, um, we had some community sponsors, and we raised just over $14,000 for that. In the first one. In our first one. And we're coming back this year, and we've got some really fun and amazing ways to grow our team and support them as they run. So I'm super excited about it. And you know, for me to be excited about running, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. You, you had the training program. You had the plan. You stuck to it. I did. I saw your social media presence, you know. and You know, the, the reason that I stuck to it is a lot of those patients lingered in my mind as I ran and really just the team emails flying back and forth. They were so positive and encouraging. So... And that was and fun. It's interesting you say that because when Chris and I have talked in the past, I mentioned how I had this time goal attached to it, right? And mm -hmm. I said, oh, well, I didn't quite meet my time goal. I missed it by six minutes, which I still think about. And, you know, I was kind of focused on like, well, I got to gotta beat the goal. I got to beat the goal. And then she challenged me and actually pushed back to say, you know, what, what's a little deeper than that? Like, think about the cause, the patients. Why are we raising that $14,000? Hopefully more in the future, you know, why are we doing that? Who is that going to help, right? Use that as the motivation. The, the time goal could be a byproduct of that, right? But 
but Kristen did a great job actually challenging me to, to push back and say, hey, remember what this is about, right? Because I wanted to get involved because I know people in my life, and I'll just say it, my sister, who has greatly benefited from dental care, right? Now, we weren't necessarily in this middle gap that's being served, but I know the impact that it can have in really positively affecting someone's life. So much so that my sister ended up working in the field. She's in Michigan. Hello, Aubrey. I don't know if you are listening to any of our podcasts or this one specifically. Oh, she's gonna because she's gonna help us fundraise. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> and speaking of that, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about what we're doing with this particular podcast. So, Krista, what are we doing with this podcast in particular that's different and new to any Give Me Some Truth podcast that has ever been done? Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm super excited because the partners here at Walkner Condon listened to Mitch's idea he presented after I petitioned that we make this a fundraiser. Um, so we are going to be posting this podcast on the social media. And uh, every like that we get, uh, Walkner Condon is going to be donating a dollar to affordable dental care. And every comment on the podcast will be getting $2 donated towards us. So um, as Mitch was saying, you know, this isn't about running or even raising money. It's about restoring smiles, restoring hope, health, and opportunity um, for people who have really had to neglect their care due to that cost. And um, we know there's lots of data and studies over the last 20, 30 years linking oral health disease to all kinds of systemic diseases, um, heart, stroke, diabetes, Alzheimer's, low birth weight babies, every major organ you can think of, it's all linked to those bacterias that are, you know, just swarming in the port to our body, our mouth. Um, <clears throat> and so it's a really big deal to have a healthy mouth, a healthy smile, teeth and gums. But over and over in our clinic, when we see patients who haven't been in for years, sometimes decades, um, and, and we can see that they don't look healthy. But you know what their number one complaint is, Mitch? It's I, I have a couple of guesses, but you can go on. Tell me. <laughs> well, it's got to be oral health related, I'm guessing. Number one complaint? No. Or, or hold it's, on, hold on. Let's think. Uh, I'm re going okay. back here. So a second guess. Is it pain elsewhere that's coming from no. the lack of oral care? No. Can I guess a third time? I will give you one more chance. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm doing terrible on my guesses. How about, is it something psychologically, the way yes. they feel, the way that they're presented, the way... You got it. Okay. Nail on okay. the head. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the number one complaint. They don't feel good about themselves. And so, you know, it's funny that I'm sitting down with um, an investing company, you know, people who are thinking about our future, working hard today so that we can have our future planned out, right? Um, these people are embarrassed to go out into public. Uh, our smile affects not just our body medically, but it affects moreover our mental state. So, I mean, I think we've all had a bad hair day, right? <laughs> you just kind of don't want to go out in public. Yeah. But <laughs> multiply that by 10 and imagine you don't have the opportunity to go buy a brush for that bad hair day, right? So smiles... Fixing your smile is extremely expensive. Um, cost is the number one factor, keeping people in the gap away from the dentist, but fear is the number two factor. And so, you know, I'm really proud of our staff at ADC. It's just a great group of loving people 
they're there, they understand the mission. And so while our costs are low, our, you know, just loving on our patients is number one. Yeah, that's huge. That's, and it's very apparent when I was there in the lobby, when we went back to the meeting room and just the, the feel, right? Talk, yeah. talk about how the way you feel, right? Yeah. I felt welcome. I felt loved in that clinic. It was, yeah. it was quite an amazing meeting, actually. It's memorable enough that we're still talking about it, you know, over a year later since we, we first met. Yeah. So speaking of the staff, there, there are some paid staff. There's also some volunteers. Could you talk a little bit about just kind of, and you don't necessarily have to say who, but there are, are people that are donating valuable time and resources towards, you know, maybe it's taking a Friday and, and donating their time to work with patients. But could you talk a little bit about staff or volunteers and, and that whole dynamic there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyone who's in business knows that turnover is tough. And so, um, you know, when we dedicated to serving our patients lovingly to always being there for them, we our model is that our staff, we have a core staff that's paid, right? We've got bilingual dental assistants, bilingual hygienists, um, We've got our front desk. We've got our two dentists. Um, those are all paid staff. None of them are paid what they're worth. Um, so they're, you know, working sacrificially as well. But we also have a great team of volunteers. So um, we volunteer inside the clinic and outside the clinic. We're in the community at schools, you know, doing things like the marathon, which Mitch and 17 other people volunteered <laughs> to do. I'll see you soon at Bratfest, right, Mitch? You're yeah, volunteering that, with us at that's the Bratfest. May, right? Yeah, so, Memorial already, Day weekend. We're already April here, so that's coming up real quick. Exactly. And then we have a group of, you know, we're growing our, since we're, we're fairly new here in the Madison area, we're gr- growing our group of dental volunteers. So we've had several hygienists come and volunteer, you know, several hours or even a full day of seeing patients for us to help us keep our costs low and um, several dentists. Dr. Rob Warren is on our board. He was really instrumental in helping us get affordable dental care in Madison off the ground. And, you know, those those early weeks were tough financially for us. And so he was around most Fridays volunteering his time, you know, his only time off. He, he was there. It's amazing. And um, yeah, so we're just really thankful for doctors like him and um you know, and then we have volunteers that are just sort of behind the scenes. You know, uh, you, you mentioned the coffee that you got <laughs> when you came in. We yeah. love our little coffee cart. And that is all donated by one of our board members. And she is just she's a doer. She loves just being behind the scenes and supporting us that way. So and I think she was instrumental in Bratfest, too. Right. And she is Taking our Bratfest lead leader. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, really thankful for our board members. They play an active role. Uh, yeah, I can't say enough about them all. Yeah. One thing you kind of snuck in there was the bilingual piece. So if we can kind of go to just some of the disparities that you see and, and having that bilingual approach is, is quite valuable for your clinic, right? Cause it, it, it exposes a, you to a whole new group of people that, that are in that gap, that there's a need that needs to be served. So could you talk a little bit about that? Claro que sí. <laughs> What's that? Claro que sí. Yo también hablo español. Um, I, I, what? <laughs> I lost Mitch right there. <laughs> you should have seen. If there's a video on this podcast, I think my eyes really just glazed <laughs> over. I did the bare minimum of... That was Spanish, right? Yeah. Okay, so I did the bare minimum through 
like middle school and high school to just get my Spanish out of the way. And then I was more focused on the math and the <laughs> sciences and physics and things like that. So, and that's why I'm you work right here and not with us. I'm, I'm lost right now. I don't know what, what you just said. No, uh, you know, you're right, Mitch. There's definitely disparities in dental care. Um, you know, that w- the one in three people who don't have access to care, um, it weighs a little heavier in our um, Latino community, our African-American community, and even our Native American community. So I think for the most recent stats kind of just show us that it's about one to two. Um, we have about twice as many in those categories not receiving dental care as we have Caucasians. So um, we really committed in our clinic to not turning a blind eye to that. So we love that we have just over half of our staff is bilingual and um, really knowledgeable in the field too. So that was important to me. You know, there's places that you can, I don't want to say cut corners, but just keep your costs low. Mm -hmm. But staff isn't one of them. Um, Materials isn't one of them. Um, Just staff that's willing to work for the cause at a lesser at a lesser pay, that's one of the big things that keeps us going. And um, we're just so blessed to have the people that we have working for us. That's amazing. And, and it sounds like you're one of those bilingual I, staff I'm members. one of those bilingual <laughs> staff members. Do, do you know now other you know. languages? Um, no, uh, not very much. Okay. <laughs> Spanish, English. <laughs> I, yeah. I lived in Guatemala for 18 months. And so my, Spanish, my dental Spanish, I was teaching um, dental hygiene there. So my yep. dental Spanish is pretty spot on. I'm not perfect in all aspects of it yeah. but pretty close <laughs> and that's one thing that we didn't even really talk about in, in the intro is you are a dental hygienist by by background yep right so and how long did you do that and then when when did the switch come well it's really strange because i'm only 29 years old yeah, I'd likewise like, i'd like to go <laughs> have that go on air <laughs> but um this is my 22nd year in dentistry so I really actually did start in the dental field when I was 15. Um, My grandpa was a dentist, and I don't know if maybe that was a little inspiration, or I heard that dentists made good money, and I knew I wanted to make good money, so (laughs) I whittled my way in. That is part of it when you're going to college. It was, you know, it really was probably my number one at the time. And I have to say, when I was in dental hygiene school, and I graduated 15 years ago from dental hygiene school, but when I was in school my community health instructor changed my whole life. She um, gave us options to do some projects, and I ended up at the Salvation Army here on East Washington Street. And I put together a poster board, and it had a few pennies on it, and then it had some dollars on it. And we were just really comparing the cost of prevention versus the cost of restoration and why we should invest into taking care of our mouths before we have problems. And and not just oral problems, like you were saying earlier, right? The, yeah. These are systemic. They can systemic. be just overall health. Mental. I yeah. mean, if you get out in the world at all, you know that mental health issues are on the rise, like exponentially, right? And so I think, you know, we can't ignore that either. And that is related to our smiles and how we see ourselves. For sure, it's a big deal. Um, uh, but what touched me the most about that event wasn't even my dental presentation it was because to be honest no one paid attention to me (laughs) but when I how many people were there um there was four that showed up but none of them were paying attention to me 
but this was, you know, probably 16, 17 years ago now, but I had to walk over mattresses that were kind of like the emergency overflow in another room in order to get to the room that I was going. And I didn't grow up in a wealthy home, you know, by any means, but I had no idea the realities of our community. And so that, that experience of walking through the Salvation Army changed me. I wanted to be a part of realities in the community. Yeah, yeah, and you're, you definitely are. You are, <laughs> you are impacting so many people. And, and Krista sends me the, the year-end annual reports of, like, here's some of the numbers on what ADC is doing. Here's who is affecting. And it's, it's quite powerful to impact that. But you and, and your organization as a whole is really making. So it's quite incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Don't make me cry, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't. All uh, right. Uh, so, so that I don't cry, I forgot I had a little brain teaser. We, we, I wanted to stump <laughs> Mitch on something. Let's do it. What All do we right. got here? So riddle me this. How um, many quarts of saliva does the average human produce in their lifetime? How many quarts? I mean, of just maybe run your saliva. tongue around your in mouth. A lifetime? In a lifetime. So Holy just cow. just run your tongue around your mouth because mm-hmm. I know you're a numbers guy, right? Yep. So you're gonna want to do some multiplication here and think about days in your lifetime. And <laughs> this actually kind of <laughs> reminds me. While I'm crunching numbers in the back of my head, this reminds me of my mother-in-law who just this past weekend at a wedding shower guessed the exact number of. Hershey kisses, I think it was in the in the jar, nice. so she won it. No one you know, ever gets those no, right. No, <laughs> she did it exactly right. Three hundred five was the number, and she did it by you know figuring. Okay, well, how many are at the bottom? How tall is this thing? Oh. Doing the volumetric equation. All right, so as I'm thinking about this in a quartz. lifetime, quartz in a lifetime. It, it, oh my, I have no idea, but I'm gonna guess it's like the size of a lake. It's gonna be the size of Lake Monona. Well, you must have a lot of saliva in your mouth <laughs> that right now. That seems a bit excessive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A, a swimming pool. A swimming pool. Oh, um, you're almost right. It's two swimming pools. Really? Yeah. So just kind of your average swimming pool, not Olympic size. Okay. Right? So less than an Olympi- Olympic size swimming pool. So but how many quarts? That's about that? 25,000 quarts. 25,000 quarts. Okay. Yeah. Two swimming pools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just think of that this summer when you're swimming. I mean, we can't really think about swimming right now because it's raining out. And but it it was seventy like two days ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully by the time that this podcast is up, the weather turns around. Because <laughs> as you know, we, we record these podcasts in advance, and yeah, we're we're kind of optimistic. I think for back to the 70 degree range that would be wonderful yeah maybe <laughs> even in the next hour we do have a staff photo that would be great so, you that, know for today so yeah, exactly <laughs> yes yeah adc has their staff photo so if it could get back to 70 that would be ideal 70 sunny you know yeah if anybody wants to see that staff photo or actually even learn more about us you know because mitch and i are a little bit on rabbit trails um but you can visit our website, affordablesmiles.org. Yes. And we're going to share, share, share this podcast because what are we doing again? There's some sort of fundraising thing. Yeah. You guys are donating a dollar for every like that we get and $2 for every comment. Yes. So we're going to share it. Chris is going to share it. I'm sure her board member, board member, <laughs> board members <laughs> are, are going to share it. And you should like it. 
So if, if you're not on Facebook, you know, you should maybe go check this out after listening to the podcast and, you know, give it a like, give it a comment. There's $3 towards the cost. Basically, if you don't like this or comment on it, we'll even go that far. If you don't comment on this, you don't care about smiles. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. It <laughs> sounds like a challenge to the, the overall give me some truth community <laughs> that, that we need to get out and like That's this That's the cold, hard truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, we got a, a couple of minutes left here, but it, it's been really a pleasure just getting to know Krista. It's been getting to know you over the last... Has it been a year, two years? I don't even know. Yeah, I think a little over a year, okay, maybe. Okay, a little over a year. And, and we are just so happy to have you in the booth. Happy that you're doing positive, impactful work in the community, Dane County and beyond. And we we just are so thankful for you coming in here and, and sharing the story. So are there any other things that you wanted to talk about before we, we kind of give it the wrap on this episode and give me some truth? Um, I, I think I'd just like to say to you, Mitch, the same thing. I'm just, I'm really thankful to have met you and, you know, I'm kind of shameless when it comes to social media and just inviting people in my job, you know, part of my job is fundraising. And so even if, you know, no funds come out of it, I just love sharing what we're doing because I know that people know people who need our services too. But I mean, I think you are just really extra special and it wasn't just you giving as an individual. We're sitting here in your workplace and you know, you've gotten your partners involved in this. And I just, I think it's so cool what a small world we live in and how we can do so much more when we come together to do it. I really so, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Krista. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, so in, in summary here, there's, there's a gap, right? There's a gap. There's a need that ADC is solving, right? And uh, solving is, is bold, but they are addressing it for sure. Right, the, yeah. but the gaff is still out there. It's not solved yet. So, we appreciate all the the support, the comments, the likes, the shares, everything. Please tune in for some future episodes of Give Me Some Truth, whether we have additional guests on or if it's just the usual crew in the booth. So, thank you so much for all you listeners. Hope you have a wonderful day. You gotta leave your money behind you. Raise your hand to the sky. Advisory services are offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, Mitch DeWitt, and Keith Ponywaz are investment advisor representatives of Walkner Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not provide any advice that is investment-related, nor should any comments that guests make be construed as giving investment advice. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Walkner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.